Welcome to the Say Yes to Life podcast. Here at CrossFit Advantage, we believe that life is a team sport where every person, no matter who you are, is the most valuable player in the game. We are a community of humble, hungry, happy, helpful people whose mission is to improve quality of life through health and fitness. Welcome to episode 22 of the Say Yes to Life podcast. This one is all about why we take scores. I'm back with Cody. Cody, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, Lo? Pretty good. I'm excited to dive into this topic today. It, I think it's going to get a little heated, so I'm excited to talk about this and also hear what people think. So before we get to the main question, I want to start with a little bit of background. Have we always taken scores here at CFA? Yes, we have. And even before we started the gym, you know, when I was doing CrossFit and using the, like the forums and the message boards, every time you do your workout, you put up your score, your variables, um, basically what, what you got done for the day, you post it up there. And um, before there were CrossFit gyms all over the world, that was like the hub of the CrossFit community was these online forums. And so that's kind of where like the community aspect started was, you know, people around the world that were doing CrossFit are invested in each other's success. And you're going to comment on each other's scores and times and, and just be part of each other's journey. And so uh, before we even started the gym, when I was doing CrossFit and running another personal training studio, it was uh, the scores were a big part of that process. And then, when we started the gym, we put up a whiteboard and every day we put people's names up on the board. We take scores for the work accomplished and it's been part of our DNA since day one. I like it. So it sounds like that came from a combination of what the CrossFit community has been doing and then your personal training days too. So would you say that's pretty standard in personal training as well or mainly just CrossFit? No, I didn't necessarily do it with my personal training clients. Uh, it's, it's definitely less common there. I think in that world, uh, and we still do personal training here, but in that one, you see more of like, um, you know, the trainer or the coach will keep track, but not necessarily broadcast the, the data. So in that aspect, it's a little bit different, but in, when I was doing personal training, I had some groups and some teams I would work with, we would use scores in that aspect. But for the most part, I was running the personal training studio. I was doing that for a living. But from my workouts, while I was still in the military, I had gotten into doing CrossFit and just went all in as that with that as my fitness program. So even though I was coaching and training a little bit differently um, with my clientele, um, I was putting up my own scores, my own data, and kind of getting used to what that um, you know collecting scores was all about at this at the same time. Gotcha. So I want to talk about keeping track of scores and kind of why there are scores in the first place. So why does it matter that we are counting our rounds and reps or how long it takes us to do a workout? Like, I feel like if you're working out at LA Fitness or 24 hour or, you know, some other gyms out there, you're not really keeping track of at the end of the day, how many reps you put in, but why do we do that in the first place? Yeah, for sure. And I think one defining characteristic of our program is that everything that we do is uh, measurable, observable, and repeatable. 
And what that means is that you can measure the output of any given task, any workout. You can tell what you actually got done. Uh, it's observable and you can, you can see what got done and repeatable, meaning that you can do the same workout again and you can see if you could go faster, heavier, uh, get more done in the same amount of time. Can I improve my output um, with those same variables? And so we love that aspect to it. Also, if you think about um, if you ever spent time working out at a, at a Globo gym, you kind of show up, you have a little bit of a plan. Uh, you're going to work on a couple things, but you never really know when your workout is done. You're kind of like, well, I think I'm good. I'm going to call it a day. And one thing I've always loved about CrossFit is that it was a very distinct task for the day. Today, we're doing blank. And the goal is to do this as fast as possible. Get set up, get prepared, three, two, one, go, and you attack that task. When you are done with that task, it is very clear mentally, physically, emotionally that that task is done. And I love that that simple task accomplishment um, mindset. Sometimes the task is short, sometimes it's heavy, sometimes it's long, but either way, I love the just the closure aspect of I know where I'm starting, I know what I have to get done, and I know when I'm and I, and I know when I'm finished. Um, so that's one thing I love that's that's different about our program versus like that glo Globo Gym style. Yeah, it almost gives you a roadmap for exactly what's happening. And I like how you said, <laughs> emotionally, you know, when the workout's done. Very true, especially if it ends on something like a bike or a run, like you just know when it's over. Um, but yeah, it it eliminates the decision making and the ambiguity of like, oh, I'm just gonna kind of stumble into a gym, like do some sets here, some sets there, some dumbbell curls, some squats. I should probably do some core. Like I noticed a lot of that in college when people would use, it was kind of a globo style gym. Like it had a weight room, but at least from what I observed, it just seemed like everyone was kind of doing their thing. And, you know, if that works for them, great. Um, but I appreciate how there's a lot of structure in a CrossFit class. Like, okay, we're going to be working for 14 minutes. We're counting this many reps and rounds and it just gives you clarity about what's happening and it allows you to be intentional within that 50 minute to an hour long class. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. I, I think whatever gets people moving and feeling better about themselves and, and uh, I, I'm all about that. What I found is that this task accomplishment style of training um, is going to, you're going to get more work done in less time. You're going to get more fitness in, in a shorter amount of time in the gym which is good for your overall lifestyle. So you're not spending three hours at the gym, but you can spend 70 minutes and get, you know, everything you need. Um, and I also found that people that have this task accomplishment approach to their fitness, they get more done in their real lives as well, because they're used to this, uh, like, what's the task? Let's get it done. Um, we make better hikers. We make better, we're better in emergencies. Like um, we, we're really good at recognizing a task, getting it done, and not even thinking about it because we train like that every single day, which is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think a really great example of this at the gym is Coach Catherine. So she usually coaches the nine and 10 a couple of days a week. And, you know, she's a mom of three kids and has places to be, people to see. And um, sometimes I'll come in around 11 and I'll see her as soon as she finishes her class. She, just will go right into, you know, she'll clean the floor and say bye to people. And then she'll get right to doing whatever workouts on the board. And she knows, okay, I have to leave 
to go pick up my son by 11:43. So I only have, you know, 27 minutes to work out, but I'm going to make the most of it. And it's really admirable to see her just get in the zone. And she has that kind of task focus at the gym, you know, even if it's not a two hour session, it's probably more efficient that she is getting right to it and stays focused during that 27 minutes or whatever it is. So shout out to Catherine. She's good. All right. Let's talk about taking scores on the whiteboard. So why do we take scores? What does it mean to say your score out loud, have the whole class hear what you got? And what does it mean to have the coach write your name and a number on that whiteboard? Yeah, definitely. So I'd say there's like probably three uh, main reasons that we use the physical whiteboard in the gym. Um, one is for uh, motivation, like self-motivation. If I know that my score is going up on the board today, I'm going to get rid of some of my excuses. I'm going to push a little bit harder and I'm going to just bring out the best that I can today or at least a little bit closer to my best because I know at the end of this thing, I have to say out loud in front of all my buddies what I did. And um, that accountability has a lot of value. Another reason that we love it is because um, it gives us an opportunity to celebrate effort not necessarily celebrate outcomes or results, but celebrate effort. This is a chance for us to talk about a PR, either for a lift or for a workout, or um, just doing a great job. Like when the coach is collecting scores, they're almost always gonna give you some kind of positive feedback backwards. Tom, what's your score? Oh, nice job, man, way to push through those double unders. Gary, oh, nice, that's awesome, man, good work. Tammy, oh, way to go on those squats. Like you're always going to get some kind of um, thumbs up from the coach. We want you to know that no matter what the outcome was, we're so proud of your effort and putting yourself out there because we know it's not easy. We know it's kind of scary, but the more we can do those little scary things every day in the gym, it makes us superhumans in real life. And that's, that's important to us. And then the third one is just for the tracking aspect. If you aren't tracking it, you're probably not improving it. So you have to be paying attention to some of those things if you want to get where you want to go. Early on, if you've only been here for a little bit, it might not be as important. The main thing is to go through the motions, have fun, get sweaty, lift weights, get a high five, and come back tomorrow. But sometimes the biggest difference between where you are now and where you want to go is measuring that data. It's like your finances. If you don't measure and track your finances, it's really hard to know what's going on and to know how to improve it. How much are you spending on this? I have no idea. Well, it's hard to make an adjustment. Same thing with your fitness. How are your how are your front squat loads? How's your barbell cycling? How's your gymnastics? How are things? Uh, how are your long uh, time duration workouts? How are your short sprinty workouts? That data is really important. Um, so you could you could say like we're a very data driven program. It's all about how much work did I get done? How long did it take, right? Load times distance over time. And the data long-term is the most important thing to measure our fitness. We measure our fitness based on that, not based on uh, heart rate or uh, body weight or other things like that. What can you get done? And so in some aspects, the data is the most important thing. The other side of that coin is it could also be the least important thing. But by tracking and have these moments at the whiteboard of celebration, each athlete gets to choose how important the whiteboard and their scores are to them. And so for myself, my CrossFit scores 
right now aren't super important. I want to push myself, have fun, get the stimulus, but I'm not too worried about the scores. I'm trying to get ready for uh, some weightlifting events. And for me, those numbers, that data is a little bit more important. So the CrossFit workouts I do each week, I'm really happy to have my name on the board. I'm really happy to get what I can get. Some days go really well, some don't, but I still love seeing what the data is. I worked this hard. I pushed this. What was the outcome? Um, it's kind of fun to see. So those are just a couple reasons why we love to celebrate and track and document our efforts at the whiteboard. I think there's a lot of power in that documentation for on one hand yourself. I think an example of that would be for the open when you see workouts that are repeated. So recently this past open, we had a repeat of 17.1, the dumbbell snatches and burpee box jump overs. If you've done it, you'll never forget it because it hurt a lot. But uh, a lot of people who had done the Open back in 2017 were able to go see on CrossFitGames.com. They would, they could go back and check, oh, I got this amount of reps last time or I got this time last time. Let me see if I can beat my score this year because it's been – was that four years? Four years. Crazy. Um, it's been four years. And so we had a couple people do that and PR their time. And by the same coin – to some people, it might not matter at all, uh, which is also great. You know, some people are doing the open to get fitter than last year to beat every score. But for some people, they're like, I'm just moving. I'm just showing up to work hard and having fun while doing it. So I think there's a whole spectrum of how important that score is to people. Um, speaking of tracking, could you talk about the value of a tracking system like Beyond the Whiteboard, um, the one that we use at our gym, um, what value does that give to people? And kind of what, for people who haven't used it, what features does it have? Yeah, so Beyond the Whiteboard is, if you're not aware, it's our it's an app that we use for all of our tracking. And we have an account for you as a member of the gym. So if you don't currently have one set up, send us an email and we'll make sure that you have the link uh, to do that. I don't want to put the link on blast here in case somebody sneaks in but it's a really great app and it, the app is so good that crossfit actually purchased the app a couple of years ago so it's now the official tracker uh tracking system for crossfit but beyond the whiteboard basically means like it just tracks everything that doesn't show up on the on the physical whiteboard and uh, it's going to track your workout times um your uh, your lifts your loads um all of that data and it's going to kind of graph it for you you know we look at like our three energy pathways uh, phosphagen, glycogen, and oxygen, that short-term, like medium, uh, medium-term and long-term like energy systems. It's going to show you, you know, where your strengths and weaknesses are, uh, where you tend to uh, thrive movement wise. And it's going to show you some patterns that maybe you wouldn't pick up on, on your own. Um, and it's also just like a nice workout diary. You get to see yourself. It kind of gives you like points and like, you kind of like level up as you get fitter. And it's, it's just kind of motivating to, um, to put your numbers in and kind of see how things go. If you think, if you think about like the five for five challenge, one thing that's so great about that challenge is every day you're going to give yourself that sticker credit for the day. And then you move on and do the same thing the next day. Same with beyond the whiteboard. If you put your numbers in there every day, it's going to be like that, that habit, that action of giving yourself credits and celebrating yourself. Uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, it does have like a leaderboard for the day, which is kind of fun. But um, I don't think most people obsess about that too much. Um, like, I think we all know that there's some days that you're going to be the best person in the gym. Some days you're going to be 
the worst in the gym, but most days you're somewhere in the middle and that's kind of fun. Um, and it's just going to kind of give you a lot of data on your, your physical performances and show you that progress. Sometimes you work really hard and you're like, man, I'm still like these other variables don't change. Like I still look the same. Um, I'm still sore every time I come and you forget that you're making a ton of progress. And so seeing the data and the output increases from your performances is a really great way to see your fitness increasing. And to me, that's probably the biggest value is just, is just seeing that progress happen on a screen. Absolutely too. And it also helps you if you just are forgetful like me and just forget your last heavy back squat, it'll tell you, oh, you, you'll put in your score and it'll say, oh, you hit a PR. And so you have that feel good moment of celebration and accountability because it almost makes you want to chase your own score, which is kind of cool. And you can also see other people at the gym and give them a like, give them a fist bump. So share the love. Um, I think that celebration piece is really important. One of my favorite things about the gym is the PR board that we got back up this month. So it's got all of the PRs for the month. So whenever someone hits a PR, a lift, or even skills too, if you strung together, you know, 20 double unders for the first time, you can write your name up there and ring the bell. Cody, could you talk about when we started that PR board and why that creates, you know, the value of creating that celebration here at the gym? Yeah, for sure. I can't remember exactly when we started the PR board. I want to say it was at the old gym. So over 11 years ago. And, um, you know, we talk about like tracking and all that stuff. It's really valuable. The PR board is kind of like an opportunity to uh, like celebrate milestones even more. So like a heavy lift, a workout PR, um, something you've never, you know, just beating an old score, which is, which is really valuable. Um, I love this idea because I think sometimes in on the on the whiteboard it can sometimes lead to uh comparing yourself against other people and there's some value there you know we have a we have an episode on you know competing with each other if there's you know the value of that or the negative side of that and not to go too deep down that rabbit hole you can check out that episode but comparison and competing with your buddies can be really valuable it can also be a negative thing to some people uh, so what I love about the PR board is it's all about set, celebrating you against you. Did you beat your best? Cause the truth is that's what it's all about. Even for those that do like the competitive side, because it brings out the best from them, the true wins, the true measure of improvement is, did you beat yourself? So Lauren, if I'm trying to compete against you every day, that's really fun and motivating for you and I maybe but only because it helps me PR and helps you PR, not because I beat you sometimes and you beat me sometimes, but it leads to those PRs. And so that's why that PR board is so fun and so valuable to celebrate uh, individual improvement against themselves. Um, I don't know. I think we just put up an extra whiteboard at the old gym one day and called it a PR board. And then um, people just been putting up their, their PR sense. So uh, kind of fun. We do have a bell. We finally got a bell like seven or eight years ago. I, uh, I didn't like that for a long time. I didn't like the, uh, you didn't like the bell. I, I didn't like it. No, I don't know why it just kind of, uh, um, it wasn't my thing. And somebody finally talked me into it and, uh, we got one and it's a blast. So if you're ever at the gym and you hear somebody ring the bell, uh, they got a PR. So make sure you give them a loud woohoo. And, uh, uh that's what it's for. So that's the PR board. 
I like it. The two greatest sounds of the gym are dropping a heavy barbell and then ringing that bell. It's my favorite thing. Um, I also like the visual of it too. Um, not only are there fun colors, um, I'm sure Coach Matt would appreciate all the colors on the board, um, but you get to see everyone's accomplishments all in one place, right? So sometimes on the regular WAD whiteboard, you'll see people's scores for the day, but then they get erased at the end of the day. But I like how on the PR board, you can see everyone's numbers and be like, wow, like as a community, we've accomplished so much in just the past four weeks, like individually, like you see people hitting crazy numbers and just doing their own best version. And whereas like, I think there's kind of a different flavor from the WAD whiteboard to the PR board. Cause the WAD is like, we're all doing the same thing, but then the PR board is like, Whoa, like Gary got a back squat PR and Nicholas got a double under PR. You know, you can celebrate all the things all in one place. So I think it's a pretty special thing we have here. I want to flesh out what you said about comparison a little bit more. So I hear this almost every day. Whoa, Gary got 18 rounds or, oh my gosh, Glenn squatted 400 pounds or, you know, you see people looking at each other's scores and thinking, oh my gosh, they are so fit or like, there's no way I could ever do that. So what are your thoughts, Cody, on chasing someone else's score being like, okay, like that's my person that I want to chase. I just got to beat them by one. Um, is it really about beating each other or could it be about more? Well, technically I, I think it's a carrot that you chase to bring the most out of yourself. And I think we're always obsessed and intrigued with like outliers. So you see this like really fit person that's that does really well at just about everything. You want to see their score really quick. Oh, what did, you know, what did, what did Candace get? She, she wins everything. Um, or then you want to see that person that you're kind of like always pretty close to on things. What did they get? What should I be shooting for? Um, so there's definitely, there, there can be some value there. Um, it's always, we talked about this in the other episode. It needs to be like agreed upon, like mutual, <laughs> mutually agreed upon combat. Otherwise it's not, it's not fair. It leads to animosity. So if you, like I said, if you and I know that we're trying to beat each other every day and you're there first today, I'm going to try to get you. And if I'm there first tomorrow, you're going to try to get me. And then we send a text back and forth like, oh, I got you today. Like that can be super fun. Um, again, the the main objective of that is not that the outcome matters. It's that it provides a really encouraging carrot to try to chase to bring the, bows, uh, the most out of us. Like yesterday, there was uh, one of our female athletes as she was leaving the gym, she posted a video that she beat her husband. And I just thought that was so sweet and so fun. She's like, I don't, I don't usually get him. It doesn't happen often. I'm so glad I beat him. Uh, that to me is a really sweet, fun um, comparison uh, note. It can be really positive and really fun. Um, just don't let it turn into a negative on either direction. You know, we talked about how comparison can be the thief of joy. And so make sure that it's adding to your motivation, inspiration, and not leading to um, anything beyond that, right? Um, your scores don't define you as a person. <laughs> they might help you measure your fitness, but they don't define who you are as a person. So make sure you don't put too much stock into those things either. You know, like we want to be better. We want to, uh, we're very driven. We want to be as good as we can. Um, we want to try to beat somebody because it brings good stuff out of us. But, you know, don't tie your ego or your identity to the outcome or to 
whether you beat somebody or not, because um, that can turn into a pretty negative thing. But uh, it also can be really fun. It can lead. It can add to. It can lead to a lot of connection and um, engagement moments from athlete to athlete and coach to athlete of um, that kind of stuff. You know, it, it can be. We talk about life being a team sport. It can be part of how we can be on the same team, even if we don't train at the same time. So it can lead to some positive stuff. And that's why we continue to do it. it it's t- typically more positive than, than negative. Absolutely. I think that's a beautiful place to wrap up. You know, it's good to have carrots to chase and people to chase, but only if you both agree on that. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, I love what you said, Cody, like your score doesn't define you. I think it's so easy to get swept away by your e- ego and be like, I'm going to be the fastest today. Like, I'm so cool. I'm so fit. But really, it's like, okay, once that lot is over once Monday is over, like Tuesday's a new day, you know, like every single day we're starting fresh. And at the end of the day, you are more than your score. You are a badass human being just showing up to work hard and just remember to celebrate and have fun. Like there's so many good moments that happen, so many moments to celebrate. So I think it's, you know, I love that we take scores and we hold ourselves accountable But I think what I love even more is those moments that we create to celebrate and give each other high fives and lift each other up. So, all right, that's all we got for today. Thanks for listening. And Cody, thank you. We'll see you guys soon. As you heard today, we take scores for several reasons. It motivates us to work hard and holds us accountable to getting our workout in and writing that number on the board. It lets us see each other's progress and sometimes get a little competitive. And most importantly, it creates moments to celebrate. And just know that whether you got the fastest time of the gym or you were so tired you forgot which round you were on, your worth as an athlete and as a human being is not defined by your score. You are strong, you are capable, and you are a badass no matter what you do. Have a wonderful day and we will see you soon.